Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. This episode, Walk and Chew Gum, I might turn into a series. And by it, I am saying that God is building a certain kind of person who will be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. We're going to know our seasons. We're going to be able to walk in them. We're going to be able to go with him as he is moving in the ebb and flow. But this is going to provoke us at new depths. So I bet you are a person called to walk and chew gum at the same time. You're a person who can live in today, but also live with great foresight and plan for what is coming and allow God to prepare you for it. Take a listen, share with others. This is the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries, and it is brought to you by the partners of Nancy McCready Ministries. And I thank them. I'm grateful for them. And I'm ready to reach entirely new groups of people and to get the message out. Help us do that here at Tent Talk Podcast. Love you all. All right, welcome to Walk and Chew Gum. That may seem like a very strange title, and uh, I don't know if it's one or many uh, episodes, but uh, I've just come off of a few days of holiday, and uh, this is something that came to me is. <laughs> As a question to me, Nancy, are you going to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time? Are you going to be able to uh, be who I've made you to be for this hour of history? Uh, Are you going to be okay if today I've sent you on holiday and someone else may be in the most intense moments of their life? And can you go with me in the ebb and flow? These are some of the questions that God is putting to me. And certain things he asks of me then prompts me to question my own self. Am I able to walk and chew gum at the same time? Am I a person truly of oversight, that I have oversight of certain things? If he's increasing that and expanding it, or if he's saying the time is over, can I move with him? If I am a person of oversight of that which is going to be of life, will always have growth to it. It will always be moving, and depending on the measure he's put upon you, it will always be expanding. It's the ever-increasing kingdom upon his shoulders. Uh, The word also says, are you having an ever-increasing experience that Christ is in you? Where there's life, there's growth, there's movement, and I would say probably some some level, some measure uh, of expansion. Therefore, if I'm a person of oversight, then I'm going to have to be a person with foresight. I can't always learn in hindsight. We can't always be catching everything after the fact. So if we're going to be people um, that he's forming and fashioning, Uh, in this hour of history, for the day in which we live, to serve our generation, to live with our families, to live within our own skin, we have to be a people who is willing to receive foresight, to look ahead with him. Because we are in today, my friends, but uh, we want to be present where we are. But we also know that today, as is every day, is a preparation for that which is to come. You're not always preparing and never living, right? 
and sometimes if we're not careful, we're just forever preparing or ever waiting to escape the turmoil rather than live in the day because what you're living in today is developing you for the next, for what is coming next, what is happening, how do we walk with him at greater depths. So I am asking myself this old cliche question. Can I walk and chew gum at the same time? Can you? Can you um, understand as a maturing son uh, that there are seasons that come and go? And today someone may be in deep grief today. And I can grieve with them while still remaining in my season, whatever that may be. Everybody's not in exactly the same season. And we must be able to receive this. And it can be quite provoking. So can I share with you one of the things that I thought of? I know you're going to think what strange things to be thinking of on holiday. Um, But you know, holiday was a time to rest and relax, but I don't take vacation from God. I don't tell God, listen, I left on Wednesday. I'll be back on Sunday and uh, we can pencil something in and maybe you and I can meet on Monday. Uh, No, I flew out Wednesday (laughs) uh, with Wynn and I flew home late last night with Wynn. Uh, We thank God for that, all the comings and goings, but I did not take vacation from God. I did not have to take vacation from my life because it's so horrible and so hectic. It was just time. It was just time in our rhythm to be able to set those days aside, to be able to ask God, um, you know, for certain things that he's put within us. Sometimes God says, ask of me these things. (laughs) And he prompts you, he provokes you, he shows you things that he says, now ask me for these things, right? Tell me about these things that that I've shown you. But, but again, it may seem strange to you, but not in the context of my life, not in the context of my assignment, that I could uh, hear the question, what was Jesus doing when John the Baptist was being beheaded? Hmm? Right? You understand that that may seem, whoa, Nancy, where'd that come from? Well, that came from me uh, relaxing while I was on holiday and the things that I was thinking about, because there I am, um, relaxing, resting, um, and other people are literally fighting for their life. Now, next week, they could be resting and relaxing, and I will be fighting for my life. There's the ebb and flow, right? There are days of great growth, There are days where it seems that everything stands still. There is a time for everything. Do we really believe that? Now we have to have what is called in the scripture or what we refer to from the scripture as the Issachar anointing. Do we know when it's time to do what is needed? Do we know when it's time to lift up a shout? Do we know when it's time to be silent? And so we look at Jesus in all things. Um, Otherwise, we just start drawing from culture or from the latest fad that's come down the Christian pipe. Um, But to look at Jesus, that Jesus was on assignment with the Father. He was living out the fullness of his specific assignment. 
And that involved reclining at table and eating. It involved sleeping on a boat when everybody else was frantic. Uh, It included a work ethic of biblical proportions that he could live through 40 days in the wilderness and be tempted as no one else ever has, meaning for the fullness of mankind. Jesus knows every temptation that we've come up against and knows it very intimately. He knows everything about us very intimately. Um, so, so there's that we look to Jesus, but what was Jesus doing, uh, when John the Baptist was being beheaded? Um, you know, we've, we've got to recognize, wow, what, what golly, let me think with the father on this. Let me grip and cling to him, uh, as, as he provokes me, you know, because, uh, Jesus could walk and chew gum at the same time. You understand what I'm saying? He could follow the Father. Uh, he could be the best friend to a person ever, uh, according to God and to the kingdom of God. He could, um, you know, John the Baptist was his cousin. I mean, basically, they'd known each other since the leaping in the wombs of their mother, their mother's right? I mean, I I just, you know, God provokes me in my thinking. These are not distant strangers. I mean, I don't know how close they were, but they're not distant strangers, right? John is the forerunner to Jesus. And though Jesus says amazing things about John, he does not rescue him from being beheaded. Hmm? I don't want to be coy. I don't want to be silly, but I mean, you want to talk about cancel culture, John spoke as, you know, the forerunner that he was. He, he said, here is the Lamb of God who has come to take away the sins of the world. But he spoke of this one coming also as one who would come with fire. You see, Jesus is a lion and a lamb. He's the lion and the lamb. You know, and... John was massively following his assignment and he, you know, publicly reproved the king, King Herod, for divorcing his first wife, unlawfully taking on his brother's wife as his second wife, Um, you know, and what he really feared, what King Herod really feared was John's influence over the people. Yeah, I mean, he definitely was rebuking him and calling him out for what he was doing. Um, but what what scares the opposition oftentimes, the demonic opposition, is influence over people. Hmm? You see, John spoke what he was given to speak, and he lost his head, which was where his mouth was. He lost his head. They beheaded the forerunner. But the forerunner did accomplish what he was sent out to do. Why was he running ahead? See, foresight means I can see ahead. Am I going to speak now about what I see coming, even though other people are not certain about it, don't like it, or don't want there to be any influence over the people? right? But see, now he was speaking of Jesus, and so Jesus has come, right? 
Jesus has, has come. And Jesus continues on in his assignment. John finishes his assignment. Jesus moves into his assignment. When Jesus is crucified, others move into their assignment and eventually are crucified upside down. They are beheaded. They may live to be of old age. You see, my friends, we are in a long line of people who lived to the fullest in great foresight of what was coming. They lived in the day, in the present, but constantly speaking to that which was coming. Are we ready to do the same? Hmm? Are we ready to live as, as such a person? One who can walk and chew gum at the same time. One who is maturing and the very life of Christ in them is maturing. Are we ready for this? Hmm? Are we ready to uh, be developed to live the life we have been called to live? There is much growth involved in that. And I am once again, um, and I'm, I'm foreshadowing a little bit here of where I think maybe I'll be going in the podcast in the days ahead, but I am being openly by the Lord challenged in my own life. And I'm not trying to get you where I'm at Right? I don't want to get you somewhere that you're not ready to be. But at the same time, I know that every one of us who names the name of Christ, who are his disciples, who, who think on any level that we're going to accomplish what God has given us, be it discipling nations or having a business that God himself right, owns and you are the steward of and you are out in culture, right? And the kingdom is coming into the hearts of people just through the way you live your life every day. It's going to look different for different people. But, but are we ready to be people who can walk and chew gum at the same time? All right, so I'm going to close out for today, but I, I want you to hear, right? There's a reason why we are being developed in the way we are. There is a certain kind of person that they are building. They are forming and fashioning people who are actually weapons of righteousness, not of militant uh, death and doom and gloom. Weapons of righteousness, right? Of peace and joy within us as we go forward understanding that at some point we might be the very proving ground of what we preach. But this isn't a time for us to be silent as a strategy, meaning that we think we've got to hunker down and say nothing, cause no trouble. My friends, there is a priesthood. There is a certain kind of person that God is bringing forward. He has spoken of this kind of person all throughout Scripture. And they can definitely walk and chew gum at the same time. They're kings and priests. They're the kingdom now. And they understand that what we do makes a difference. Who we are determines what we do, which makes a difference. So as I am provoked, I'm going to pass it on. The provoking process of real true discipleship that is going to to mature sons who are going to get up and live as who they are to the father right and by the finished work of the son in the power of the spirit 
So here we go, my friends. I love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.